This week on the podcast, we are adding Angelina Jolie's Laura Croft's Tomb Raider to the list of video game movies here on It's So Bad. And welcome. We have Ankh. Hello. Um, did you just finish dinner? I did. Finished uh, Finished dinner. Had to clean up, take a shit. Now I'm here. <laughs> Ankh, I have something for you. And I want to, first off, say I'm sorry. I'm going to post this into into chat and i'm gonna send it oh god i but i want you to just read the first couple sentences for me manifesto here oh actually we're doing this i guess huh hello tim hello steve hey 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 hello uh encore did you get the uh, first couple sentences there (laughs) we haven't heard we haven't heard from you (laughs) yeah steve Steve, how could you how could you stab him in the back like that? <laughs> but w- the bigger news is that last week we added a game to our list, and that game usurped your game, the oh, game. Oh God! I don't know if you knew. I that. I don't know if he's putting the pieces together here. I I, I did I didn't know that. I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't listen to the last week's episode yet. <laughs> yeah, we were wondering when you were going to notice. That we we had Legend of Zelda Link to the Past land at number two, and uh, Tetris took a hit down to number three as a result. We didn't say anything because we wanted to get your reaction live. Yeah, we feel like usually on the you, podcast. You, it's it's been really underwhelming so far. I yeah. mean, what can I say? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Tetris had a good run. Tetris some people are some people were pretty mad run. about it. Some people were were upset had some words i they weren't upset about number two being linked to the past i think but, uh yeah. might as well have just put link to the past up at number one move super uh, mario 64 down to if you, uh, number four tetris at two if Dark you had, at three this would have been i think made every this would have made everybody happy <laughs> um but this week we are adding laura croft's tomb raider to the list of video game movies uh, you know, one thing we didn't do, which we traditionally do, is name the movie for next month. And we oh, didn't do shit, that. you're right. Well, I don't know. Oh, we, were, yeah. we were too, like, overwhelmed. Yeah, with the, <laughs> with the Tomb Raider. Yeah. How awesome we were, Tomb Raider was. <laughs> we were too smitten by uh, Angelina Jolie just being badass that whole movie. That, couldn't, couldn't you know, so, that side boob in, like, the 10th minute mark, you know, really just threw me off <laughs> the whole movie. So oh, yeah. did you know, speaking of which, so I listened to behind the scenes and I watched production history on this. Mm-hmm. They filmed nude scenes. They filmed oh, really? actual nude scenes. What, what was this rated? PG-13? Yeah, so they didn't, yeah. They didn't yeah. use them because of it, they wanted to have a PG-13 rating. But I guess there was like, um, they used a body double. It wasn't Angelina Jolie. Mm, but oh, there was a couple right, sets. Never mind, who cares? <laughs> Next. <laughs> no longer interested. <laughs> Um, but the, some of the, so this, this movie went through a lot of, um, uh, what do you call those directors and writers before it was put out? Like every, every video, video game movie, movie especially the time. early ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Uncharted. Um, so earlier script, they had one script that was done by Steven D'Souza, who was the guy who directed, uh, streets of street fighter. One of the first scripts. And it had, uh, Laura flashing her breast to some villains as a distraction in the script. <laughs> That's they didn't so use funny. that script. Damn, the script sounds like it would be 
a much better movie than what we actually saw. <laughs> but our- there was a, there was a, there was another script that had her using her breasts to crush a giant millipede. What? At one point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It makes so perfect is- sense to him. Yeah. So there's there were other <laughs> other scenes that were in in the drafts of this. That had her showering, bathing, skinny dipping, losing her bikini while fighting some creature. <laughs> of course, uh, fighting in a bathing them. suit. Yeah, naturally. Yes. yes. Probably so in her mansion. Um, but yes, Laura Croft's Tomb Raider from 2001, directed by a gentleman by the name of Simon West, who also directed Con Air, The Expendables 2, and The General's Daughter. I mean, forever, um, he will live forever knowing that that guy made Con Air. He will always be near and dear to me. Absolutely. Yeah. This this movie feels a lot like Con Air. It's a very like late '90s, early 2000s movie. Yeah, The Rock, Con Air. I mean, I don't uh, know. The Connor didn't know what it was while they were filming it. You know, <laughs> they didn't Connor, know it would be an instant classic, uh, <laughs> long long shown on TNT for years and years to come. <clears throat> Connor was Connor knew exactly what it was doing. No, I mean they literally like the actors. Like, there's so many rewrites. They like, like I don't know what this movie's about. To the oh, point okay. where uh, <laughs> Mal- John Malkovich refused. I was like, no way. John Malkovich refused to do press for it because he's like, I I have no idea what this movie's about. Well, that makes sense. It's John Malkovich, so he shouldn't have been doing that movie in the first place. I mean, he was a classic yeah. Cyrus the Virus. Come on. Oh, 100 percent. He was, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so the people who wrote this, uh, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, two of them were also the writers for Face Off. Another Damn. classic. I, that, yeah, another like that shows. 90s feels in the same kind of wheelhouse. If you want more facts odd. about that, the boots that they wore in Face Off in the prison were the boots they wore in the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that oh, wait, really? Yeah. yeah, it's really yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, boys. Reusing. Full circle. Yeah, reusing uh, assets in other movies, studios. Uh, Angelina Jolie was coming off of uh, her... She won Best Supporting Actress like two years before this for Girl Interrupted. Uh, but she was coming off Gone in 60 Seconds and Pushing Tin as well. Um, so she was the kind of the it girl of, for like... It was only a few years it felt like, but she was kind of like the, the hottest actress. Right. What do you mean was? No, I mean, does she <laughs> act anymore? I feel like she... Yeah, she was in the she was in the Eternals. Yeah. She oh, really? Oh, all right. Never mind. Yeah. Shit. Sorry, dog. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's Bobby. okay, man. That movie was forgettable enough. So. Yeah, everybody forgot about that movie I, already. It came out like yeah. last year. Yeah. <laughs> you think? She but it wasn't Angelina Jolie's fault, you know. There was you, a lot of you think a lot she's of problems more with that movie. picky about the projects now because I mean she did so much other work, not involved. Dude, in the everybody. Film. What? Every, doesn't everybody want to be in the MCU yeah. unless they got a stick up their ass? Yeah, everyone wants a Marvel movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's money. Money in the bank. I was, I was sure. actually, uh, I just recently watched the the newest Thor. I was surprised Christian Bale was like the the big bad in that one too. Fucking totally like caught me off guard. I did not know mm. he was in that movie. They're seeing like the only person. Little yeah, the only person, only actor who will never be in a Marvel movie is Leonardo DiCaprio. I think. Yep. Because he's like adamant, adamant about not being in a superhero movie. Oh yeah, yeah there was. He's too busy banging twenty four year olds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a Timothy Chalamet <laughs> quote where he was like, yeah, I talked to Leo and he gave me advice and he was like, no hard drugs and don't do a superhero movie. But Timothy Chalamet's already been on Dune, so I feel like that's close enough yeah, at this point. It's like, yeah, exactly. He's already got his superhero yeah. movie. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I, I think Timothy Chalamet is primed to be in like an X-Men movie at some point in like <laughs> the next 10 years. He's the new uh, young uh, Professor X. I can already see it. <clears throat> oh, oh, I can see that. That'd be dope, actually. 
Um, Angelina Jolie, though, <laughs> she, she was she was uh, she was pretty good. She was like the one of the best parts about Eternals. Um, so she she's still kicking it. She was. Yeah, she was. Um, um, let's talk about oh, this movie, John, shall we? Yeah, John Voight's in this, who is Angelina Jolie's uh, father. So, do you think this uh, was the only thing they were both in together? I think he's also in the sequel, and I remember when this movie came out, oh, there was a big yeah. deal about them I think both he's being a, in the same he, movie. Is he alive in the sequel or something, or like they go back in time no, or something? I forget what happens, but there's like some scene. Maybe flashbacks. Like. And I may be confusing it with this movie, but I remember it being a big deal because like they've had a long-standing feud, and this was kind of like them reconciling on screen for a time or something. But I just remember that being a big deal when these this movies came mm. out. Um, oh, she was in a movie when she was a kid in 1982, looking to get out. Mm-hmm. With John Voight. Interesting. So. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Um, She's, she was in two Meatloaf music videos? Fucking A. <laughs> yeah, oh, by the way, this director, Rick, uh, Simon West, also directed Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up what? Uh, music video. Wow. We just got Rick rolled wow. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, John Voight, then you had a bunch of people who really weren't that big. Uh, At the time. Uh, oh. Yeah, Angelina Jolie, John Voight. Then you had Ian Glenn, Noah Taylor, Daniel Craig, James and Chris Bond. Barry, who are all UK actors. And I think why they had such a heavy emphasis. Actually, thinking about it, there's probably only seven or eight actors in this movie, which is fucking wild, mm-hmm. who actually have lines. I mean, aside oh, yeah. from the auction okay. scene, maybe there's a few in the auction. Um yeah, there's like I think there's one, the auctioneer. No one else. Well, talks. and that old dude, whoever the old dude that that gave up. Yeah, uh, Angelina had that then, clock. Thing. And and then like a henchman for the bad yeah. guy. That's it. That's <laughs> and then the main characters. I'll, That's it. I will say the biggest, my biggest issue with this movie is the fact that Daniel Craig and his character, oh god, has like an. It's, I, I don't want to say it's an American accent because it like transforms like throughout the whole movie. It's this. I will say the accents are bad, and Daniel Craig's accent is by far the worst. Is like, bad. It's, Angelina's yeah. isn't yeah. great, but like at least like we know that character is supposed to be English and whatnot. Yada yada yada. Daniel but Craig. I will could say be that of any nationality, he doesn't need to okay. be an American, and like he kind of goes in and out through it. And it's it's clear that like well this is like early in his career when he couldn't really get take the the, the proper trainings because then you see him in things like Knives Out and he has a fucking perfect fucking great like Southern drawl you know um, <laughs> yeah one of my favorite yeah <laughs> one of my favorite accent things in movies recently was um, House of Gucci was a pretty bad movie if you haven't seen it yet it was uh, the guy who the Ridley Scott made it and. Um, he for for the accents, everybody on the uh, on the, the the all the actors and actresses had different accent coaches for their Italian accents. So they're all wildly different. <laughs> yeah, I've heard and that. And they're yeah. all very painful. Yeah. I heard Adam Driver's <laughs> very, like all over the place. Adam Driver is actually the only one who's good. Oh really? But then oh, yeah, you had yeah. uh, Adam Jared Driver. Leto. Oh Jared Leto. I was like, all right, Jared Leto maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto was like, he had a dog like this, and he was like, it was very, so bad. Lady Gaga's was really bad, and she's Italian, Jesus Christ. Well, she's American. Stephanie <laughs> Germanata, Italian-American. Come on. She's Italian like you're Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she, I think she's more Italian than I'm Italian, because she's, she's from Jers. 
that's that's still in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's in that Gabagool. Don't let Jersey Shore fool you. She's, she's deep in the ghoul. Um, yeah, no, Daniel Craig's accent slipped from, like, just bad American accent, generic, to, like, weird Boston accent, to then, like, almost British accent yeah, again. To, like, there's to, one scene at the end of the movie where he sounds like James Bond, yeah, basically. Yeah, which is no, it's just not as <laughs> James Bond. It's just his yeah. normal voice. Which yeah, is and fine. Like, dweeb, and the movie be American accent too. He'd be like, he'd be like, uh, uh, I was gonna say Angelina Jolie. He'd be like, yeah. oh, Laura Croft, don't go over yeah. there. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's it would have been fun. fine. Like nothing about the story mattered. What nationality any of these people are? Yeah. I mean, you can't have two British Tomb Raiders. You have to have like, they got to be from somewhere else. I, they, the, their British Tomb Raiders are a, a, a tradition as old as time. They're, going <laughs> yeah. they're taking artifacts. They're not asking any questions. That's... They're not giving them back. They're putting them in their I've, mansions, I've and been... they're not apologizing for it. I've been to the British Museum. Yes, this is absolutely true. Uh, <laughs> so, we Americans are new uh, to the game. Great okay. point. <laughs> and then we had Ian Glenn, who, play, uh, who is Manfred Powell, the bad guy, who is a young Jorah Mormont uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, you might remember him for his turn there. Uh, it's kind of wild seeing him this young. He yeah. looked exactly acts the, the same in everything. It seems, yeah. seemed like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, the other person that was in this, the Butler. So, oh, Noah Taylor was in it. He's a character actor, also in Game of Thrones. Uh, he was Locke, the guy who chopped off Jamie Lannister's hand. Um, but the other guy who was the Butler, Chris Barry. Have it, has anybody seen Red Dwarf? No, I don't think so. Um, I didn't recognize him, but I there was like. Uh, a month where I watched all of Red Dwarf, and he is one of the characters in Red Dwarf. Hillary who is who he plays in this movie. Um, but yeah, it was his first uh, motion picture role. Uh, he'd been on Red Dwarf for 15 fucking seasons. And this is his first uh, movie. I did appreciate the scene where all the... picked a hell uh, of a movie to start off I was, with. I appreciated his scene where all the commandos are breaking into the mansion, and he's, like, reading his book in bed, and he hears all the gunfire, and he, like, puts his bookmark in the book and closes it gently, puts his slippers on, puts his gown on, and then puts, like, a bulletproof vest on and grabs a shotgun mm. and goes out there. It's like, <laughs> that's the type of butler Laura Craft needs, for sure. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. Red, he sure took his Red fucking Dwarf. time, though. Which also brings Red up the Dwarf. point, like... How often was she getting into this kind of shit? Like that the <laughs> butler, Croft. the butler is like fully armed and trained, and is like so casual. She's like Alfred. She's Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Tim, what do you mean? How many times is this happening? Now? Yeah, it happens I mean, like every weekend. You saw how many artifacts were in her gigantic family manor. Fair point. That also um, has housed its own like completely unique Egyptian training simulation. Yeah, and killer training yeah. robots. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Robot. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's basically Bruce Wayne. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Raids tomb. Yeah, she's like Bruce Wayne and James Bond and Indiana Jones all mixed into one. <clears throat> yeah. And so I yeah. guess the yeah. speaking of that scene where he's getting ready when putting on armor, um, I guess the first thing that Simon West came up with was the bungee ballet. Um, that was so stupid. That's what he. <laughs> it was so stupid, it. but so awesome. I, I like <laughs> yeah. watching it. I was like, "What a ridiculous conceit!" And yet, I'm down. <laughs> he, he's he's quoted as saying, "The first thing I came up with was bungee ballet. What would Laura do to relax?" I thought, <laughs> and that's what he thought she would do. That's probably um, what she'd do. Also, that whole scene is all Angelina Jolie. No stunt doubles. No stunt. Really? Yeah, that was interesting. Wow. Interesting. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that scene happened. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, oh, 
one thing that we were talking about yesterday, I was like, is she wearing padding in her brassiere? Ah, um, yes. And yes, she was wearing padding in her brassiere. I mean, that's um, fair. They were it, it looked like out it. like fucking traffic cones. Like, you gotta make him pop, yeah. you know? Oh. It's quote. She's quoted as saying, "I mean, to be on, fair, I'm not in all of the games. Cone tits, you know. So yeah, she's quoted as saying, "Come on, I'm not so flat chested to begin with. When I wear a tight T-shirt, I look a certain way. So it wasn't like we had to do had to completely change me. You know, we just had to enhance me a little. I'm a 36C. Lara, she's a 36D, and in the game, she's a double D. So we took her down some." <laughs> Uh, who but said we did that? give her a bit of padding there. What a compromise. That was from that was a quote from Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah, from Angelina Just Jolie. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, read me more quotes from Angelina Jolie talking. She's about okay, her. okay. <laughs> Just for me, just for remember me that simply... she wa- she just walked around with uh, Billy Bob Thornton's blood in a vial around her neck for a couple of years. Like, just remember it's this the was same that time period. Yeah, just remember yes, this is yeah. around that time. Yeah. Go on. So she, she said, <laughs> "For me, it simply it was simply one size. So it was like having a padded bra. But no, I am not flat chested anyway. So we still made it Laura Croft, but we didn't go to any extremes. Was that side and Laura... a body double? Uh, I don't think so. And Laura doesn't apologize for herself, and for that, you know, recognizable shape. So I'm not going to apologize for her either. And that's Angelina Jolie in 2001. Yeah, that's Go the job of the future this. The future games where they apologize for all of the past games and the way Laura Croft looked in the past games. They were like, we're going to fix this in the new games. We're going to uh, have a realistic Laura Croft. She's not going to have huge boobs. Um, what else <laughs> what else can I say uh, the, new game. the other thing I can say about this this movie underwent a ton of reshoots it was actually 30 minutes longer the original director's cut Oh damn. they brought in a guy by the name of Stuart Baird to do the reshoots and um, I guess Simon West had a falling out with the studio surprise surprise for a video game movie uh, in the middle of production <laughs> so they brought on Stuart Baird <laughs> I um, wonder how many of these video game movies have not had an issue like that in production it's unbelievable. And then Baird, I guess Baird was promised the directing jobs for Star Trek Nemesis and Mission Impossible 2. Or, or, or no, he was promised Star Trek Nemesis in exchange for re-editing this movie wow. and for uh, cutting down Mission Impossible 2. And Mission Which Impossible all... 2. Wow, what two, what two fantastic movies to be traded there. <laughs> yeah, so... Mission Impossible 2, I guess, he edited, uh, which it originally came out to 210-minute cut. Jesus Christ. And he had to cut it down to like an hour and a half to two hours. Fuck that. Mission Impossible. Jesus. That, that's not the one to watch. Watching Impossible. I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Um, but yeah, this movie, I think like for me, the, the uh, I like the scene with the robot. I like the ballet. So the robot is like a fake out at the beginning for, for people who haven't watched this movie. Spoilers. Um, there's this... There's like a scene where the robot is attacking Angelina Jolie and you cold, cold open on that. Um, but then it turns out she's like a training robot. I thought that was a cool scene. I thought the bungee yeah. ballet was cool. But like this movie overall was like dragged throughout uh, some of yeah. it. When, when the action wasn't happening, it fucking dragged. It's like it's not mm-hmm. a good movie. <laughs> no. no yeah, basically, that... the parts that were enjoyable were watching Angelina Jolie walk around and like be cool. And you're like, cool, Angelina Jolie. Uh, she's got some cool guns. Yeah, she's got cool guns. The action scenes were pretty good. And then just like we didn't know at the time, but just like watching young Daniel Craig and like Sir Jorah be in this movie. You're like, oh, well, OK, look how young they are. That was pretty much all the enjoyable parts of this movie. Yeah, it was ba- yeah. basically yeah. for me. Yeah, it was yeah, the beginning and the end. And I've seen this million, this movie like a good probably five or six times and I even after watching it last night 
I still like only really recall the beginning of the movie and like the first fifty minutes and like the last like thirty minutes of this movie. And that's just well, how like the pendulum, not the pendulums, but like when they're in the thing, like like the globes, the globes that are going around. Yeah, like that's a cool oh, scene yeah. with them jumping yeah. around. Um, the action is fun. Like all the fight scenes are decent. Um, yeah. And there is, I will say, there is that one scene that's like very James Bond, where it's just naked Daniel Craig, which is like made us all laugh. Uh, yeah, because it's like <laughs> oh, so yeah. unnecessary. But it's like all of Casino. Royale. But I mean, that was like, oh yeah, that's this is James Bond, right? Now it's back to James Bond, not some like honky tonk person that can't really talk. Um, that's probably how was... he got the, the the role. He just like sent them a clip of Tomb Raider and him walking around. Like, You're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't do the American accent. Go yeah. with the British accent. <laughs> Is, the, it, is um, he in the second one? Uh, that's a good question. That's a great question. He, he seemed like he would be a recurring character, right? Yeah, he did survive the movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember uh, the he second like he at took all. A, took the knife to. Oh no, I guess the whole rewinding time thing happened. Never yeah, mind. and oh yeah, and time travels in this. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not familiar. Too, by the way, I'm not familiar with the games. Uh, in this generation, like where this these movies really came from, but they definitely had some moments that that really had a video game feel for sure. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. when um, you had Laura Croft like rocking back and forth in that big like pendulum, not really a pendulum, but like a oh, it was like a battering big ram, log. battering yeah. ram, yeah. yeah, to try to like just like tap the little fucking urn yeah. of water. <laughs> um, does anyone want to shoot it with all the automatic rifles that you have there? No, right, right. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they went through all that. They just had a thirty commandos. Time. You want to take a shot? Um, <laughs> And there was a few. I, I feel like all the video game moments all had to do with momentum too, like actually like physics, you know, mm, like yeah. her like like rocking back and forth on a rope or something. Um, but I there really was one scene. Don't remember there was no anything about the games to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say there was one scene where she's in that same temple, like they're like all the all the stone creatures come to life, mm. and it like kind of goes into a first person view with her two guns, and she's like shooting mm. down the hallway and then like mm. reloads, and like that's like a classic. Yeah. Not that. Tomb Raider's a first-person game, but it was kind of like a first-person shooter. Video game. Video game. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Daniel Craig's not in the second one. Gerard Butler Gerard. is the lovely ah, first. Ah, yes, that's right. That up, uh... But you know, but Chris Berry, who's Hillary, and Bryce Noah Taylor are still in that movie. Um, John Voight is not in the second one, oh. but you know who is? Our our main man Till Schweiger is in it. Oh yeah, interesting. From Far Cry. Um, and then uh, I I I always butcher this dude's name, but he's like the uh, the African dude in the Gladiator. Who's the Gladiator's best friend? He's also in like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh yeah. is that Hunsu Dijman? Is that whose name? Whose name is? Yeah, yeah. Apologies. I never knew his name. Yeah, apologies to him. I don't know if I ever actually heard. He's a cool dude and a great actor, but yeah, I love tough name. Are, yeah, he's in Captain Marvel too. One of my favorites. Same character. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. I forgot he goes back. Um, is, um, it, is he in Blood Diamond also? Yep. I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Sorry, getting off topic. We should watch that movie though. <laughs> bro, bro, movie night outside a video game movie. Tomb maybe Raider, there's a Blood Diamond the, video the game. Movie. <laughs> What's that? Said so maybe there's a Blood Diamond video game. Yeah, there you go. I doubt <laughs> it. We'll I doubt it. it. <laughs> Hopefully, Leo doesn't know that. <laughs> um. But yeah, this movie, pretty solid um, for a video game um, movie. Oh, one of the other things too. This is another German tax shelter. Um, oh, wow. Really? <laughs> movie. Man, Germany yeah. can, can yeah. we, off like a bandit. Can we can we get another column here on our on our spreadsheet 
of ranking for German for, with tax the, Yeah, it looks like a check mark. It's <laughs> very funny. I, um, the, I suspect the we other have thing more is, to come, to be honest. So, at one point, I guess, for this movie, they had Stephen Herrick, who is a director, tapped to direct. And his resume, and I'm like, I'm curious to see what his output would have been, because his resume is Mr. Holland's Opus, The Mighty Ducks, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. So I would imagine like this movie would have been so much funner if he had Yeah, done it seems like a much sillier Tomb Raider was in yeah. the works there. Yeah. <clears throat> I could see that. But nevertheless... This is Laura Croft's Tomb Raider. They made a second one. Um, the budget for this was one fifteen. Uh, box office total was one thirty one. They made a second oh. one, even though they only made like fifteen million off of this. They made money though. Is the the second thing. one did not make money, and they also <laughs> made, rebooted the series in twenty eighteen, and that movie did not make any money whatsoever. In fact, lost. Uh, a good $40 million. And honestly, that's so. a shame because that movie is not terrible. Really? I enjoyed it. Again, I said this last night. I was definitely drunk when I saw it, but <laughs> I liked it. I could see that movie being like a passable a passable it, action movie. It definitely um, follows more the story of the first of the uh, newest trilogy that came out, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, it's very close like, to the story, I, I, yeah. if I remember right. So... So it's like, I think we talk a lot about how in the 90s, in the 2000s, the movies were just kind of bad, but they kind of like put a lot of money into them and they all failed because they didn't really understand what the audience wanted to see. They tried to make it more broad. And we've talked about that. And then I think in the 2000s, it was just like those IPs became so cheap that studios just bought them up and they just pumped out movies that were shitty quality because they were unproven and they didn't want to put a ton of money behind them. Um, and then I think what hap- what's ends up happening, and we don't really talk about this a lot because we haven't really gotten to a lot of those movies, but in the, two, the 2010s, there's like this transition to where video games are making a shitload of money and studios are willing to put money behind them, but they still haven't figured out the formula quite yet. And that's how you get Assassin's Creed, you get uh, Tomb Raider, and then you get also uh, Rampage, I would even say fits into that category as well. Um, Assassin's Creed so, maybe it's Monster Hunter? No. Just have to watch Monster, Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Well, Monster Hunter is like a relic of, I think, the old time period where they were just like, give us money for this license and we'll crank out a movie. I'm excited. Yeah, but they um, did so it with th- like that like late or 2020 polish. Whatever. I don't forget when that movie actually came out. The movie was dope, though. We got to watch it. I'm excited for it. Sorry. Did you, is, it, is it actually good? I, Have you seen it? I enjoyed it, yeah. I did see it on an airplane, but <laughs> it's, it's a Paul T- W S Anderson movie. And it was the guy who made Mortal Kombat. It was surprisingly good, better than after I feel like I fucking love Monster Hunter, but like maybe there's a bias there. But I thought they did a, a decent job at, at trying to turn that uh, game into a movie while also grounding it in reality. They just have a, a super bullshit like <laughs> there's like a super bullshit like intro to it, but once they're in the Monster Hunter world, it, I thought it was sweet. We'll get yeah, there. Though, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll watch it. It's, it's so interesting, though, with these movies, I feel like, well, like, definitely because I'm more familiar, same as Tim, like, with the newer Tomb Raider games. And from what I understand about that movie, it seems like it's pretty close to what the first new Tomb Raider game is, where it's like she's crashed on an island. She's not really, like, this badass archaeologist who, you know, has two pistols and is running around, yeah. you know, raiding tombs. She's just kind of like a regular she person. She kind of denounced her wealth. 
yeah yeah but like this movie like i i don't know enough about the original tomb raider games but it feels like it's trying to honor the original games a little bit like she mm. seems like a ridiculous over-the-top character and this is a ridiculous over-the-top movie so it, it's like it doesn't lose points for not trying to adhere to what the original games are which is like what we complain about a lot it's just like the dialogue and the exposition is like really flat through a lot of it yes. and like it has a it has a pretty good cast but it's like they don't have a lot to work with the action scenes are cool like i guess they all give decent enough performances except for paul uh, daniel craig but like, <laughs> yeah it's like so like, hard for other me to than his accent I love fucking right, yeah. all modern James yeah Bond. But, yeah, and like a layer, yeah. layer cake only came out like probably around this time period, if not like the same year. That's a really good. No, movie layer cakes. I think it's way later. Is than it two thousand four? Yeah, and this is two thousand, so it's like a couple years. Well, later. that's that's funny because I remember layer cake when I was in college, yeah. and like this movie feels like it's like so much earlier because i was in high school when this came out yeah, fair so enough, it's only, been, fair. It's only th three different three years different yeah daniel so craig gets funny. to be british in that movie but um yeah. i was actually paying attention to like movies like layer cake in 2004 and in 2001 i had no conception right of a movie like layer cake yeah so it's like weird so. to watch that movie this movie now because we are like oh there's all these famous people in there where at the time it was like just angelina jolie and then a little bit of john voight sprinkled in there um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it just doesn't like I liked this movie. I felt nostalgic watching this movie because I saw it in theaters as a kid and like thought it was cool. But it's it definitely is like has some drags, you know, some moments that really drag and you're just kind of like, eh, all right, let's get to the next action sequence. Like what's what's Laura Croft going to wear next and where is she going to be like bungee jumping from next? Let's move it along. <clears throat> um, OK, so where does this go on our list of video game movies? This is our 22nd entry on the list of video game movies. Um, we last month we added Rampage. It's been a while. I think it was like Holy five shit. weeks in between instead of our normal four. So Rampage was the last one we watched in August. Next week will be October. Um, but so it, we the list goes from Yakuza Like a Dragon to Blood Rain at twenty one. Um, we have our Wizard line, which is in between eight and nine. Um, which is <laughs> this is the most ridiculous um, thing to just like have on the list. <laughs> like fuck yeah, it, well, it was a pretty like, good movie. We'll just put it here. <laughs> I, I agree I, with you. On I honestly, I mean, I, I'm I, behind the idea. I'm just remarking on the fact that it was a ridiculous idea. I think this goes right in between Super Mario Brothers and Prince of Persia. Honestly, that's where I think it goes. And I don't know if it goes above Wizard or below Wizard. The good line. Um, I'm leaning more towards the number nine slot um, below Wizard. I was kind of going around the so Street that, Fighter mark. I think it's. I, a, I was gonna say I'm 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 opposite. I think this goes above Super Mario. I think this is like in between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. To be honest, I think it has like at least like some coherent storytelling. It has some good action. True. Um, crew it's not it's not like it reminds me of hitman but like <laughs> definitely was funner and was yeah i don't know what like the same like it was a thriller um okay. so that's what All i'm right. getting at but i think like the action the action in this movie was way better the acting was better it looked like the actors were actually having a good yeah. time making this <laughs> yeah i don't think they were like, they weren't there for a paycheck uh, necessarily, right? I mean, maybe no. some people were. I mean, Daniel Craig. What are you? <laughs> what are you saying? Um, but I do think it's in that Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat area. 
Yeah, I think I agree. Um, and like, this feels like a generic action movie from the '90s, but I like generic action movies from the '90s. Like, that's like it's not amazing, yeah. but like right. it's it's yeah. well made enough, and like it has, like we said, it has good fight scenes. Like, it has a good cast. I actually thought the scenes between Angelina Jolie and her dad, um, like in the movie and in real life, actually were kind of like yeah. good scenes too. Like, they kind of stood out. So, you know, I think it, for me, it definitely goes over the wizard and. I could put it between Street Fighter and Warcraft or Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, but definitely somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Can we do between Street Fighter and Warcraft? Because I don't really like Warcraft. <laughs> I think it's too I, high. I, I was going to say below. Actually, it's, it, thinking about it, well. in thinking about it, Warcraft is probably where it should be because Prince of Persia Sands of Time was really bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm pretty confident. I like, I, I like where this list is at for the most part. So, wait, wait. Yeah, wh- I'm pretty confident Uncle, in this list. what are you saying? Um, I, I was gonna say between Street Fighter and Warcraft myself, I yeah. I, I I think it might technically be a, a little bit better of a movie if I had to say than Street Fighter, but Street Fighter I think was just more fun of a movie. Yeah. And I like I, I hate to I hate to use that. Like I'm I'm usually I feel like against the well yeah like you know I, which one would I rewatch like Logic but. That's where it's coming down to for me for this. I would rewatch Street Fighter. I think that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so below Street Fighter is what I'm saying. Yeah, of all the movies on this list that like can get away with, it's really bad but really fun. Street Fighter is like the one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like Super Mario Brothers, even sometimes it's like I don't know if I really want to watch. A big, I think a big part of the replayability aspect for these like real trash movies that we watch are the reach. That like the nostalgic of it of like I watched Street Fighter a shit ton as a kid and I watched Mario a ton as a kid like I would if it, those were ever like, an option and like I had nothing else to do and I wanted to like sleep through something yeah you know um I mean I watched Double Dragon recently and I'm, I feel I I mean I watched it when I was a little kid so mm-hmm. that's sounds about right and that one's even worse to rewatch uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, can we put this at number seven? Is that everybody okay with that? Yeah, let Tommy I'll agree with that. that. I'll agree. Uh, I'm fine. With, yeah, I'm fine with number seven. That sounds good. And keep the wizard yeah, line cool. where it is between Super Mario Bros. and Prince of Persia. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. That is correct. So we have a new number seven on our list of video game we movies. Did it. it is our twenty-second entry. It is the uh, Tomb Raider. Lara Croft's Lara. Tomb Raider. Lara Croft. And we'll have to announce our movie on the next, on your next week's episode, I guess, huh? Yeah, we have to or figure out what it we'll is. We haven't decided yet. We'll debate that. We'll we'll get off. We'll see meeting yeah. here. Yeah. All right. So okay. tune in well, next week. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good night, uh, Steve. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Encore. Goodbye. Wait, what's next week's game? Oh, next week's game. Um. It is Donkey Kong Country. Oh, nice. We're checking another franchise off the list next week. It is Donkey Kong Country. Added to the list. So look out for that one. We'll announce the next movie on that pod. Uh, Sure. Do you want to do that? No, I didn't play (laughs) that game. It's fine. (laughs) I'm probably not going to hop onto that one. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Michael. Uh, And thank you, Tim. Glad to be here. Truly. Truly am. I thought you were going to tell him to fuck himself. No, no backsies. I'm good. Damn. Okay, yeah. Bye. That's for next time. All right. <laughs> that's for next time. <laughs> that's, that's for next time.